Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany. It's so good to talk to you again today. We are back with Jim Hernser with Las Colinas Compounding Pharmacy and Wellness Center. And we are on part two of our series. We talked about hormones for most part for females last week. And now we are talking about male and female libido and more hormones and more and more hormones. So welcome to the show. Back to the show, Jim. Thank you so much. I love being here with you. Thank you. Oh gosh, it's so great to see you again. And please go back and listen to the first part of the series. We talked about so much, so much goodness that you need to hear, especially females. We did focus more more so on uh, bioidentical hormone therapy, which I have been on since 45. And I think I'm doing pretty well. I think I'm doing pretty well. You are amazing, Thank by the you. way. I thought you were 12. Oh gosh, <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> this jacket's 12. <laughs> so, but thank you. But you know, what a difference in my life. And uh, you were talking about in the last show, a woman that stopped taking their hormones. I can't imagine because Jim, when I slip, when something falls and go out and when I'm checking my levels, I know right away. It's true, right? Oh, absolutely. You can tell because it affects your quality of life as well as your health. You know, and, and either one of those is a good enough reason to use hormones, uh, the proper hormones and have maintain the proper hormone balance. But quality of life is giant to me. I mean, because you know we only get one ride through this uh, life and uh, it's such a gift that we were given and we should enjoy that ride, right? Just enjoy it. But isn't it great that you get a twofer, you know, yeah. because you get not only quality of life, but you know, you're going to be healthier. Matter of fact, um, women who use bioidentical hormones live an average of four years longer. Wow. Mm -hmm. Four years. Four years with better quality of life. Absolutely. You know, what a difference. And um, I, I didn't say this to you in the last, in the first part of the series. I didn't do well on birth control. I really didn't. Um, it just, we would try different forms, but I either had weight gain or headaches or whatever the case may be. So I was pigeonholed into thinking that when I eventually hit perimenopause that I could not take bioidentical hormones. I was in inaccurate. 100%. And, that, and that's true. And what you did not understand is the, the science behind that. And the science is, is that <clears throat> um, if, it, if it's a hormone, it's naturally occurring in the body. If it is a drug, then that they, then some drug company may have taken a hormone and chemically altered that hormone in order to get a patent on it because mm -hmm. hormones are not naturally occurring, uh, can't be patented. So they, they can patent a chemically derived version. And so it's no longer a hormone. It's a drug. It has different effects, different side effects which is which is clearly uh, delineated in the um, clinical endocrinology for gynecologists, the textbook that gynecologists study in med school. Wow. Amazing. So yes, yeah, what you were feeling is true. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I had a consult with a young lady, a college age student this morning about that exact same topic. She can't take birth control pills. They make her feel horrible. And so she was worried that if we put her on natural progesterone, that she would feel the same way. And this young woman is in college and already you're cons or she's considering taking progesterone. Yeah, yes, she already has progesterone she's deficiency. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And I don't amazing. usually find that, I'll be honest with you, but this is a special case. A special case. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, that we can learn these things for sure. So we're talking about libido and I've, I've shared with my audience before that I have extremely low libido. My testosterone, according to Dr. Scott, Dr. Leanne Scott, um, my physician, my testosterone is exactly where it should be. Mm -hmm. um, what do you say to those women and men that are level with their hormones, 
but the libido's just not there. Is that a mental thing? Well, that ought to be before real. We, before we get to the to the psychosocial mental, um, we should say that that um, giving just one hormone does not make your libido happen. Mm. Um, matter of fact, uh, libido is dependent on quite a few things. And on women, we like to maintain a balance of the actions of all the hormones. So that means we got to get estrogen right, progesterone right, and testosterone right, maybe even DHEA, in order to get the libido um, as, as good a chance as we can get of getting libido up to snuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and once we get that balance going, then, then we say, okay, what else do we have to work with? Well, do we have psychosocial? That's when we got to get into that. Right. Um, but sometimes we can do like little just helpers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like for instance, we've noticed that when we use giant doses of testosterone for a short period of time, women's libido goes up like sky high. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I can tell you all kinds of great stories that my patients have told me uh-huh. that, that would make you just laugh, you know, but um, about experiences with, sure. with high testosterone and, and how they had irrepressible libido for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But that's not sustainable. Right. Okay. It isn't sustainable. The brain will not sustain that libido level. So what we can do is we can do event planning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and event planning is something that I developed a, a couple of formulas. We have one called Scream Cream, another called Yell Gel. And I didn't I didn't name those. My patients named them. And here them. it is. I'm holding <laughs> it. This is my and, new prescription and of so you've Yell got, Gel, right? You've got Yell Gel here. And it has um, testosterone. It has sildenafil. Sildenafil is what is, is Viagra, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has uh, um, a, a third ingredient, um, naltrexone. Now, what these three things cause is the testosterone stimulates the libido receptors in the clitoral area. So you apply it right to the clitoral area, massage it in. Also, the sildenafil is a nitric oxide enhancer. So therefore, we're going to get a blood engorgement to the area, which enhances sensitivity. And then third thing is we have naltrexone, which causes a release of dopamine in those tissues. And dopamine is the climax hormone. That's mm-hmm. the feel-good hormone, the, the reward hormone. Yes. Oh, yeah. We love dopamine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so it, we get all three of those. And so in about anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour later, women's brains and clitorises are connected and they're more likely to have a, um, a, a climax. And if they do, it's probably going to be more intense than normal. Okay. My husband appreciates this for sure. Because <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we've tried, we've tried. If you, I, now, don't get me wrong. I love, love, love my husband. I, I do. I think he is fabulous. He's handsome. I'm attracted. We've, we've been through all this. It's just that libido and just gone down through the years. And I'm so excited. I mean, Dr. Scott was like, you've got to try this. So your phone's going to be blowing up after this <laughs> with all my, all my, all my, I mean, I mean, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, everyone's going to. I have 20, this. I have 25 year olds who are getting this cream. What? Okay. Yeah. You know, because, and it could be, who knows, psychosocial, it could be sure. all kinds of things going on because there's so many other women are much more complex than men. You know that I know that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, well. and, uh, and y'all, y'all have lots of moving parts. I mean, I have mostly women working for me because they're brilliant and they're productive and they're great, sure. you know, and uh, the guys who work for me are going to be mad. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, uh, but I, I really do feel as though um, women have all these moving parts, you know, body and mind. And so they got to get all those in line. And right. so, but we can help them with the hormones. That's at least going to remove an obstacle to it. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So we talked in the, in the first part of the series about um, female hormones. Let's talk about male hormones. Um, we went through the female. Tell us what male men should be on. I mean, is but it's everyone's different, right? Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, it depends on 
the the symptoms and the levels okay and uh, most um, physicians most of my buddies are, are traditional medicine doctors so I'm not bad-mouthing traditional medicine doctors because they're my butts sure you know they, they think what I do is voodoo sometimes <laughs> and everything I do is evidence-based it's science-based you know um, sure. study based mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it's experience-based because I've been doing this a long time since the 80s and 84. so I've gotten good at it. So, so so what we see in men is uh, we we test them for both estradiol and estrone so those are two estrogens because when we make our hormones in a man's body, um, uh, testosterone is converted to estradiol or to dihydrotestosterone. So you gotta know the pathways, you know? And so a doctor should be testing both free and total testosterone, but it should also be testing estradiol and estrone. Um, then, you know, whether doctors test dihydrotestosterone is not all that important because we know that most men are going to convert their testosterone to dihydrotestosterone, but I see quite a few men who are converting the pathway down estrogen. And I had one gentleman who, who had uh, every symptom of low uh, testosterone, and his testosterone was fantastic, but he had crazy high estrogen levels. Wow. And so we just had to tamper his estrogen level down to normal. We don't want to over, we don't want to over, um, uh, uh, suppress estrogen. Estrogen is important for men, but not too much. Right. Yeah, not too much. Please allow me to ask probably a really non-intelligent question, mm -hmm. but man boobs, mm -hmm. is that because of estrogen? Too much estrogen. Too much estrogen. I see it. Yeah, see estradiol and estrone, which are the two esters I was talking about, are proliferative hormones. It means they make tissues grow. In women, they make women breasts grow. Sure. And in men, they do the same thing. Oh dear. So do we want too much estrogen? No, but you know what? It's interesting, we used to over-suppress estrogen. Oh, estrogen is bad for men. Well, it wasn't. It protects our hearts, number one, if we have normal levels. Number two, it increases boom, boom in the bedroom. Oh. Estrogen increases boom, boom in the bedroom. You're kidding. And so I, I didn't know that, you know, and I thought I know every darn thing. You can ask my wife. I don't know every darn thing. No, no, y'all don't. <laughs> no. We laugh about that in my house. That's uh, yes. a joke. Okay? Yes, we, we do that at ours as well. It's healthy. And so uh, I do like to make sure that men know that we are, estrogen is not a bad guy. It's just that we don't want to have too much estrogen. Yeah, okay? just regulate Balance. Balance. Balance is everything. Mm -hmm. Balance is everything. Balance. And then we look at DHEA levels too. And you, we look at DHEA sulfate um, if you're going to do a lab test. And, and that's a stable form of DHEA because DHEA is converted into testosterone right okay. you know, um, yeah and because my husband and i both take obviously very different doses of dhea but mm -hmm. i was very low last lab mm -hmm. and boy i couldn't get it back up fast enough you know what i mean and yeah. greg was low too well dhea helps with with uh brain it's a it's a brain hormone it helps metabolism it helps immune system so it's a it's a big deal it's a big deal you know, i mean energy I'm, you know yes love it. yeah i mean i just i think i've been back i dr scott up my dose again and um what a difference i just feel like i'm a new person mm -hmm. you know you were talking about your wife in the last show um just life-changing oh. when she was in her 20s in her 20s and and surgically induced menopause oh. and uh, oh i mean i mean she fell apart on me and uh and 43 years later we're still married we still have you know an incredibly great relationship she's my best friend oh. you know she's my lover all that you know that cool <laughs> stuff that you know you just think god i'm so blessed mm -hmm. to have somebody like that you know she's smart she challenges me you know but but she was falling apart on me when her hormones went south after the surgery isn't you know? it amazing the power of hormones i mean the power i mm -hmm. mean oh. with or without 
it, it is one of the things that you can do that's just a, it's, it's a no-brainer for me to get hormones right first. And then I see when I'm doing integrative medicine cases, I'm looking at all these different things in the body, all these systems in the body. But, you know, hormones affect almost every system. So you get the hormones right, then, then you have less things to work on. Because mm -hmm. I've always got stuff to work on on people. Right, you know? right, right, right. Um, are men afraid of hormones? Oh, absolutely. Are they? Um, because... Um, every man uh, knows the myth, and it's a myth, that testosterone causes prostate cancer. Okay. It doesn't. Matter of fact, um, studies have now been shown, and, and Harvard urologists uh, revealed this, and has become the international expert on testosterone and prostate. And he, he was given the task of saying, I want you to go speak at this conference about the dangers of testosterone for the prostate. And he's a urologist and he's from Harvard. And so he says, oh, I can find all kinds of studies. He couldn't find any studies. 1942, there was one study on three men. One of the guys developed prostate cancer and they were all three men were on testosterone. And they thought that a marker that they saw in, indicated a risk for prostate cancer. Turns out that marker was wrong, and uh, and so based on one one case in 1942, urologists just assumed that testosterone caused prostate cancer. There was never a study that showed that. Well, now we know that men who use testosterone and maintain strong testosterone levels have a reduced risk of prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. If they do have prostate cancer the cancer grows more slowly, more slowly. Wow. It doesn't throw gasoline on the fire. It grows more slowly. And number three, if you get treated for prostate cancer and then go back on testosterone, you have a reduced risk of recurrence. Oh my gosh. So those three facts alone, you know, should eliminate any fear of prostate cancer and, and testosterone. Wow. Unbelievable. But you know, the other thing that's going out, and I, I know you listen to TV, radio, like everybody else, mm -hmm. and uh, and there's always going to be a lawyer on there that says, man, if, <laughs> if you are on testosterone therapy mm -hmm. and, and you got a heart attack or stroke, call yep. me. We've got money for you. Yes. You know, excuse me, my lawyer friends. You know, I mean, sure. whenever I need you, you're really my best buds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, but, but those guys, you know, are mistaken because there are, um, matter of fact, a plethora, a, a preponderance of evidence uh, of studies that shows that that testosterone does not increase risk of prostate, I mean, of, of heart disease and stroke. Matter of fact, University of Texas Med School and, and Galveston did a big study um, and found out that even men with brittle heart disease had less risk of heart attack and stroke if they were on testosterone. Oh my gosh. Less risk. Less and then risk. and then Europe repeated the same study and a, over 88,000 men studied in that study and it showed exactly the same results, less risk uh, if men maintain good levels. But also, you know, testosterone reduces risk of diabetes. Matter of fact, diabetes is more easily reversed if you're on testosterone than if you're not. You're kidding. Let, let's just say you get diabetes, you go, oh my gosh, you know, your doctor tells you, I've got, you got adult onset diabetes. Mm -hmm. Well, testosterone therapy increases the odds of you being able to reverse it if you do the right things, like start eating right and exercising, mm -hmm. you know? Eating right, more important than exercise, believe it or not. You Absolutely, know? you know, and we were talking in the, in the first show about um, just, uh, Po the population whole. Mm -hmm. Do you want to take a pill or do you want to actually be uh, move forward and eat right and take care of your body and exercise? And you said that your your clientele, your patients are, are more forward thinking and saying, I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to change my lifestyle. And that's true, right? That's true. And uh, you know, 
I, I, I have so many cases that I come on and sometimes, you know, they're not motivated until we talk about it and say, okay, what's the risk reward here? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, like for instance, I do a ton of work and I told you about this uh, soldiers with traumatic brain injury Gosh. and those, those soldiers, here we are, we have heroes, you know, 30 year olds, uh, 25, 27 year olds, 33 year olds, you know, that, that in special forces and uh, special operations groups, I mean, SEALs and Rangers and, and Green Berets. And, and these guys come in and they've got a testosterone of a 70 year old man. Ugh. And it's because of being blown up and everything else and, and their brains have been rattled and the, the traumatic brain injury, you know, um, a concussion, you know, mm-hmm. is, is another word for it, sure. um, causes the, the uh, area of the brain that controls the testicles, you know, the hypothalamus controls the testicles to say, hey, hey guys, I want, you, I want you boys down there to produce some testosterone. Right. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, the uh, brain injury causes the hypothalamus not to work properly. And so therefore they have very low levels of testosterone. Right. Well, testosterone is not only a sex hormone, but it's also a neuroactive steroid, meaning it works in the brain to help the brain heal. And I'll tell you, when I get these guys back on testosterone, they're, they feel like themselves again. Ah. I mean, these are heroes. Like I had one guy who lives here in Fort Worth. He and, uh, had was a ranger, three tours in Afghanistan. And, uh, and we, we got him on testosterone and, and he said, he came in nine months later, and he, a few other things in my brain, brain protocol, which I'd love to have a whole session oh, about will. brain protocols. That's next. <laughs> and and uh, he said, hey, Jim, guess what? What? I said, he said, I, I uh, drove over here. He couldn't drive. He was he was, had such PTSD, he couldn't mm-hmm. drive. And then he said, guess what else? I said, what? He said, I got married. I said, you couldn't even leave your apartment. You couldn't go to the grocery <sighs> store. How did you get married? He said, Jim, I felt like it. Oh. He said, guess what else? He said, Jim, I'm getting a job. He's reintegrated into good. society. Just you know, from testosterone. And, and mm-hmm. testosterone and a, and a few other brain things sure. that I do. And this guy is back, you know? And so, so anyway, I, I, and they say, you know, Jim, the testosterone gives me almost an immediate lift, you know, from my brain because whether it's a female hormone or a male hormone, what we don't realize is these are, uh, affect our neuro, um, our neurotransmitters, mm-hmm. you know, like norepinephrine and dopamine and serotonin sure. and uh, GABA. You know, these hormones affect those neurotransmitter system and they also affect the brain. Mm-hmm. And so I just love the fact that, that both women and men on testosterone feel better. Right. They, they're healthier and their brains are better. Absolutely. So let me ask you a question, and I hope I'm asking you this question correctly. What is the correlation? Is there a difference between testosterone and erectile dysfunction? And erectile dysfunction, is that, is this a libido? I mean, because my husband has a fabulous libido, but has erectile dysfunction. So draw the correlation because you said it yourself. We're women, that's my population listening. We're going to fix our partners, our male partners. So <laughs> tell me how, tell me, tell me what's going on there. I, I do love the fact that, that women are fixers. I mean, because <laughs> I'm a caretaker. And so I understand that mentality, sure. you know, that I'm going to fix people, mm-hmm. you know, just like I was trying to fix the young lady this morning, you know, on the consultation. Right. And I love, I love helping people to do better, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you can call it fixing, but I, I just say, you know, I'm, I'm enlightening. I'm, I'm leading them to the water, you know, to the water drop. They got to drink. You got to drink you know, it. They got to drink mm-hmm. it. So, you know, for me, it, it is, uh, this is a complex thing. Um, not as complex as female, <laughs> right? but, uh, but men, 
it is very difficult for us to have a full libido and full erectile function um, if we have low testosterone. Now I have some men, let's just say the range, you know, just to give you an example, the range on men on testosterone and the range is where 95% of men are, okay? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean it's normal. It just means that's where we find everybody. Um, ranges from 250 to 1100, okay? 1100, you know, men in the 18, 20 year old group, they're, they're probably a thousand. That's mm -hmm. their, their testosterone level. Um, and uh, but but when guys go down the bottom one third of the range, you know, 200, 300, 400, they're probably going to be having ED. OK, now, if we get the testosterone up, is it going to fix that? It's going to fix their their um, mental approach to sex, you know, the libido. But it's also going to affect ED um, and it's going. But it's not the only answer. OK, sometimes there's vascular damage. You know, and if, if there's vascular damage, then they may need something like uh, Viagra or the injectables that we mix there for men called Trimex, which uh, which has an injectable right into the penis, and it and it works every time. Works. Nice. And, and you know, and because a relationship between a man and a woman is important. I mean, uh, or whoever, what kind of relationship you have. Right. <laughs> I'm not judgmental. No, not at know, all. At, at my age, I, I can't. I can't afford it. I don't have the emotional mm -hmm. energy to be judgmental. I just no. want to say, you know what? Be happy. Everybody um, be happy. Be happy. But uh, but but for a man and a woman, you know, when we're talking about this, um, I, I can say that that when we get testosterone right, chances are you're going to be a lot better, if not fixed. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you're not fixed, we got other things we can give to take you past the goal line sure okay absolutely so are you seeing erectile dysfunction in younger men yes i am i've heard and this you know what um i had stress Yes. We are fighting the saber-toothed tiger every day, all day long. Back in the old days, you know, we'd fight the saber-toothed tiger, then we'd go back to the cave and relax with cave woman, mm -hmm. you know, and then go back out and fight sure. saber-toothed tiger and right. woolly mammoth, you know. Well, now we don't get to go back and rest. You no. know, we we are under stress 24-7. You know, we want to get ahead. We want to do this. We want to do that. And, uh, and we're stressed out with COVID. And, you uh. know, uh, I had one of my buddies, you know, he's 59 years old and his testosterone is 400 which is on the low side okay mm -hmm. and he works out i mean he does all the right things he eats right you know he, and and then he retires he was a a, <clears throat> a big deal in american airlines very stressful job yes retired and within one year his testosterone jumped from 400 to 1100. life-changing wasn't it? it was it was life-changing but you know what i'm stressed you know and, and i work hard but I love working and I'm not going to give it up. So therefore I'm using testosterone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I've, uh, I've used both transdermal. We compounded in a transdermal form. Um, and I also uh, have used the injectable. I'm using injectable right now. Now it's interesting for men. Um, if you're going to use injectable, the old way to do it was to give your injection into the uh, muscle, mm -hmm. deep into the muscle once a week. Yeah. We no longer do that. At least those of us who are enlightened. Mm -hmm. um, I heard about it from uh, Baylor um, School of Medicine. We're doing some research on subcutaneous injections of testosterone. Subcutaneous makes a lot of sense for guys because it goes underneath the skin into the dermal layers, but does not go in the muscle. Wow. It, and so therefore, uh, the dermal layers don't have that much blood supply, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, all the blood supply is in the muscle. You know, so when you put it in the muscle, I mean, you spike a very high level of testosterone um, in on day two, and then on day five, it's almost gone. 
gone. So here you are, day seven, you know, you've got nothing left, you know? Right. But then when you do subcutaneous, you do a low dose twice a week and you maintain a steady state level of testosterone all week long. All week. And then you give it with an insulin needle. So, I mean, it's a tiny little needle that's like nothing. I mean, I mean, it's not even a mosquito bite. I mean, it's nothing. <laughs> And, uh, and so if I were going to use testosterone therapy, I would use either transdermal and we can, they, the, the pharmaceutical stuff is not concentrated. It's not a good choice. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we make it in a concentrated version and we put it in a base called Atrovis, which causes the testosterone to shoot through the skin into the subdermal fat layer and then is distributed through the body. Wow. And it, it is, it is incredibly effective. 90% of my men are on the transdermal because wow. it's just so easy. You apply a fifth of a teaspoonful. We're talking a tiny amount and that's it. That's every it. day, every day. Now, um, some men um, don't absorb as well, you know, and so we use the subcutaneous injections on those guys. Wow. And, and it works great. Well, great. And we do levels and, you know, we get levels and, mm -hmm. and you're like, my, right now my testosterone is about right around 900 mm -hmm. you know and and uh, and i'm feeling great you know and and uh, I'm, i think i'm doing a little better than my buddies you know that are my age and look uh, great. Uh, great. I, I don't know about that but i feel great inside inside that's my brain true. is cooking my heart's cooking my um, muscles are okay greg uh, is now on cream he was doing the shots and i laugh because he's he is funny but he um he said I mean, I was watching, he's like, this needle is like a garden hose that it's going yeah. in me mm -hmm. that to do the, the, this oh, testosterone. He's it's like, a 10 penny nail. Oh, you know, to get me to do it. No. You know, it's, it's an inch and a half long no. or two inches long and you go into the muscle and, <sighs> and uh, you know, and, and plus the increase, the, there's a little bit increased risk with that intramuscular injection because since it spikes so high, um, it's actually going to cause a problem with uh, blood thickening. They call it polycythemia. Yes. And uh, and so then you got to give, give blood. Now, I do suggest that you give blood four times a year anyway because sure. it's healthy. Uh, matter of fact, people live longer. If you're doing anti-aging medicine, you live longer if you give both blood all the time, yes. believe it or not. <laughs> but uh, but for that way, we can thin the blood out. But why do that when you could give the subcutaneous and have very little chance, very little chance of developing polycythemia, right. the, the thickening of the blood. Wow. Okay. So he went to the cream and he mm -hmm. likes the cream. He, he's, mm -hmm. he's doing okay. I mean, he's doing great on the cream, but I mean, I was just like, I'm not about to give you that shot at all. Now, wait, back up. You just said, uh, we, I, I went down a, a diff dirt road here. You give blood that's anti-aging. Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. I was at an anti-aging conference, uh, and, and uh, um, yeah, there's there's several anti-aging groups out there that mm -hmm. educate physicians and as a pharmacist i know i i, I go to okay because i want to know what they know mm -hmm. and I, I don't want them to know more than me right mm -hmm. because i gotta know every darn thing of course <laughs> I, I laugh about that yeah but i can't help my patients if i don't know the cutting edge knowledge okay right. and so anyway they were talking one one guy got up there and talked about 15 minutes you know he had a kind of shorty but he talked about the the uh, benefits of, of uh, donating blood four times a year you know you your blood is turned over more rapidly you have fresher red mm -hmm. blood cells and 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 healing factors and all that stuff you know your marrow kicks into gear you know so it makes sense you it know does. it's just one more thing you can do you know? I, I'm and plus all about it benefits it. society right it does and I am all about anti aging so I am going to be a little selfish here because my husband has asked this question multiple times and it's about human growth hormones mm -hmm. um, can you shed any light on that? Is it necessary? And my husband is where we compete just as, as much as to stay healthy. So, well, well, some doctors don't know how to test for growth hormone. What we don't, we don't test growth hormone. Growth hormone is, is converted rapidly into the body called something called 
insulin-like growth factor. It's hard to say fast. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's IGF-1 is the test. And so you do that test in the first thing in the morning and you see what your level is, IGF-1. And if it's in the bottom one third of the normal range, that means that you are adult growth hormone deficient. Okay. Okay. And that means that you're a candidate for getting growth hormone. Now, um, doctors are scared to prescribe growth hormone. Now here's why. Um, the medical boards will um, uh, are likely to want to take their license away if they feel like they're using it for anti-aging purposes. Oh. Because growth hormone is not a growth hormone. It doesn't make your muscles big. It repair hormone it repairs things right. which is why I like for some of my soldiers am i looking at growth hormone absolutely i'm looking at igf1 levels on them because if they have low growth hormone their brains can't repair so yes it is a is a powerful hormone it's a repair hormone and uh, but you can get too much of it and so like let's just, my number is 220 i'm 67 years old almost about next month and i'm and, and, and my growth hormone level is 220 which is a really good strong level like most people who are injecting growth hormone want to get to my level mm -hmm. but if you do the right things if you work out to muscle failure if you sleep well you know if you don't eat a lot of, of simple carbs mm -hmm. you know you're going to have a better chance and using hormones you'll have a better chance of uh of getting good levels of growth hormone and that's going to slow down aging i've seen people who had low growth hormones start using it, their their gray hair turns back to normal color. I mean, I see skin looking 20 years younger. I mean, you the, the changes are dramatic, you know, but some people say if a little is a little good, a lot does a lot of good. Mm -hmm. It's not like martinis, okay? A little is a little good, a lot does a lot of good. <laughs> this is one of those things that you really have to um, monitor. And so if a doctor does prescribe it, he's got to be really careful about monitoring you four times a year and making sure that your level is appropriate and not too high. Mm -hmm. Now, if you, um, one of the things that my doctors are doing is they're prescribing sermorelin, which does not put them at risk by the medical examiners, okay? And sermorelin is an injectable that causes uh, the body to release more growth hormone. So it's, it's actually growth hormone releasing hormone. And so instead of giving growth hormone, you give growth, growth hormone releasing hormone, you release more growth hormone, and it, you never go too high with this. I never have to worry about it. Um, it, it increases their levels by 30, 40%, and, and they do better, they do mm -hmm. better. Unbelievable. And, it, and there's no risk for the doctor, you know, because I, my, I, I love and appreciate my doctors. I don't want them to have their licensure jeopardized. No, no, not at all, I, at, at all. I can't even tell you how fabulous this information is because i think there's a lot of fake news out there there's a lot of inaccurate information you know just my, my girlfriend sitting at a table like inaccurate information and i mean you've given it to us and we, what a gift what a gift thank you so your much. passion is showing in what you're doing and i just i appreciate you so much i love doing this i love sharing because all i want to do is, is i want people to be healthier and happier yes absolutely will you come back on and we'll oh, talk about oh, brain health this is way fun Oh, I appreciate it so much. So everyone, Las Colinas Pharmacy, Compounding and Wellness Center. I mean, you guys started this in 1984. You don't look like you started this in 1984, but it's what a great center, integrated and functional medicine. And we're going to find out how to follow you. And um, we will, we will, I just, everybody's going to go get the yell gel for sure, for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. so everyone, I hope you got to watch this on YouTube and listen and rate and review. We're trying to get up in that Apple Spotify world. Follow along all my platforms, Tiffany C. Blackman or Tiffany Blackman. And everyone, take your hormones, keep being healthy and keep being fabulous.